Hello and welcome to Bougie Adjacent. I'm Amanda Lauren. Um, I'm sitting here in my jammies. It's noon. I am totally lazy today because um, I was running around all day yesterday, but I sw- but my face is washed, my teeth are brushed, and I'm going to change in a few minutes, but I thought I would hop on the mic and share some quick design thoughts, just things that have been on my mind about interior design lately that I wanted to share. It's the little details. It's funny. I was interviewing... I was staying at the Ned Nomad, um, which is the sister club to the Soho House in New York the other week. And it was a beautiful place. And then I was interviewing Richie Akiba, who's apparently really famous. You know, a lot of times I don't know who famous people are. Fun fact, like I will be around actual famous people or really big influencers. I had dinner with one last night. I don't want to say who it was. Um... Because I kind of I kind of want to talk shit on her, but I won't because that's not nice. Um, but it's like the one thing I know, <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. I'm not going to be a mean girl. But like one thing I noticed about this person, and no one will ever know who I'm talking about. Don't even try it. But if we're real fr- IRL friends, DM me. Um, okay. So we're in the Hamptons where there's a very specific dress code not like a written dress code but like there's a very specific way here people dress and I would say it's very very preppy you can always wear love shack fancy here I mean literally always if you only bought love shack fancy clothes uh first of all I'd want your wardrobe second of all like you would be totally fine at any event in the Hamptons wearing something from love shack fancy that being said that being said um she was wearing this. She was an LA influencer too. This is not, you know, this could be a million people. And what surprised me the most about this girl was that I noticed she was sort of like, not that her outfit was bad. She just didn't seem like someone who knew how to dress in the Hamptons, which sort of brings me back around to all of this, which is I think the devil with design and having a nice home is in the details. You know, when I was interviewing, okay, Back to Richie Akiva. So he was saying that the thing about the Ned and the people who go there is that these are people who appreciate details. Those are not his exact words, but you get the point. And I've really been thinking about little details lately. Like, for example, I ordered a new bookshelf for my apartment and they accidentally delivered the wrong color, which happens even in drop shipping. Which, by the way, I know I'm going to sound awful here and shit on me all you want, but literally the name of the color is huge on this box huge like the whole box it's not like a tiny sticker it's so easy to fucking tell what color the bookshelf was like what the right bookshelf would have been and they just slapped the label on the wrong one and it became such a pain in the ass to deal with I can't even get into it that being said that being said um yeah devil's in the details and when I got the wrong one I ended up putting it up anyway the right one is coming because the the it wasn't only it was actually damaged um which you can't really tell but like also I'm not going to keep something permanently that's damaged but we had this giant bookcase in our hallway for like two days and it was 150 pounds trying to figure out what to deal with it like how to deal with it we got two mean emails from my building and then like a few weeks later the person quit who was the manager and I swear like my husband and I are joking around that like we were the straw that broke the camel's back. Um, 
So anyway, I decided I took someone from, I found someone from TaskRabbit to bring it inside. And I'm like, you know what? I'll just set it up. I'll style with it. I'll deal with it. Anyway, it was because I didn't know when the newer one was going to come in. And my old one was already not there. And I just like didn't want to have a pile of books and decor just sitting around my apartment. So it was like, it was a dark color and it had a totally different look than the light color one did. Mind you, there was nothing wrong with it other than the fact that it was broken. The, the color itself wasn't bad, but the way it made my space feel isn't how I want my space to feel. So as I said, the devil is in the details. And I think that no matter what kind of home you live in, it's really important to think about details. Also, how thinking about details can really change the look of the room. And the feeling. So I wanted to start, by the way, I just want to say I have two articles like that I've got to finish up today. And I'm doing this because I just love procrastinating my work. Um, so here I go. Actually, I should really get three done. I should really get four done in the next three days and I probably will. Um, okay. So here's something that I really notice with people. And I want to start in this room that like people don't talk about because I feel like it's the kind of room we don't have, we think we don't have control over, but actually we have a lot of control over. And that's the kitchen. Even if you rent or you own, you kind of feel like, well, your kitchen is there. Unless you redo it, it doesn't change much. And I'll, I'll say you're wrong. Here's why. When you... There's so much you can do to change up your kitchen. And I'll tell you, the first thing you can do, which literally costs nothing, is get your appliances off the fucking countertop. Just get, get rid of them. Put them in a drawer. Stuff them somewhere. There is nothing to me that makes a kitchen look worse than like your air fryer, your toaster, your coffee maker, your... Um, I don't know, your blender, like seven, think of like every small appliance you could buy. And I'll see people even with big kitchens and they're out. And I feel like as someone who's not the neatest person, I feel like it's actually not that hard to not keep everything out. So I will say, find a place for them, put them under something, um, put them, you know, what I really like is some people have like a little sort of a, I don't know what it's called. I should know what it's called, but almost like a built-in bread basket, like with like a rolling thing where you can put, you can sort of like a box with outlets where you can store your small appliances behind. And there's nothing worse, by the way, than like a coffee maker with like dripped coffee on it. And I have that too sometimes, but you know, buy a different color. Um, it's just, it's just gross. Like put yourself, now listen, I think that there is a practicality level of this, which is like, have your coffee maker or espresso maker out. If you use it every morning, you should have it out. I'm not saying there should be nothing, but like sponging, I don't really use a sponge, but like wiping it down with like a microfiber cloth once a day and like a little bit of spray or a little bit of water is so easy to make it look nice whereas like an air fryer always looks kind of greasy and gross so I would just say I don't even here's a fun fact about me I don't even own a toaster because I don't want to leave it out don't have a toaster got one for my wedding registered for it and it was like a fancy all clad one or whatever maybe it was a breville I don't remember but the point is I immediately returned it because I was like I don't keep bread in the house 
No, literally. I re- The only time I keep bread in my house is when I'm doing IVF because I can't eat eggs in the morning because it just doesn't work with me hormonally. And I have to eat avocado toast with a slice of prosciutto and a little bit of honey. It's really good. But I just, I don't eat bread in the morning normally. Um, so I would say hide your stuff, find a place for it. Here's something else that looks really sloppy in your kitchen. Um, a thousand magnets on the refrigerator. Luckily, my refrigerator is not a magnetic stainless steel. So, by the way, which isn't to say it's good. I My refrigerator is way too small. Um, it's one of those top freezer ones. And I swear there's a special place in hell for the person that invented the top freezer refrigerator. Because it's the perfect example of bad fucking design. Like, we, everything is like, there's only two of us. Like, we shouldn't need a big fridge. But like we don't have a lot of frozen stuff except for fruits for smoothies. And we keep our, okay, here's another example. So I have one of those Berkey water filters. If you don't know what that is, it's essentially, it's a really large metal like stainless steel water filter with a tap that filters with a carbon filter that lasts three years. It's really crunchy, hippy dippy to have one. Um, And I like it. The only thing I will say is it's very slow. Like it takes seven hours to filter your water. And a lot of the times we have to just refill it multiple times a day. Or I just go to the gym and fill up like a bottle, a glass bottle of water. Because I'm on the first floor of my building and the gym is like 30 feet away. Sometimes I do it at night in my pajamas. And I swear to God the security guards must be looking at me like I'm fucking insane. Um, But I just don't have room. We try not to keep bottled water in the house. Because one, it's a... It's heavy. It's annoying. It's heavy. It's annoying. I'm not the most eco-friendly person, but it's terrible for the environment. So we use the Berkey filter, but that takes up one entire shelf of my fridge, which I had to re-fucking arrange. Um, it's funny because when we lived in a different building for like six months, nine months, def- um, like we moved back to this building in the middle of the first year of the pandemic I had the night it was a Fisher and PayCal fridge it had a bottom freezer it was fucking huge and it had this feature where you could instantly chill wine in the freezer I live for that like when we left that apartment because I knew it was all like it was just a bad situation I talk about in previous episodes but we essentially the building was not as nice as the appliances were and I just it was kind of I had fallen and had an accident and I felt like the building was unsafe because they didn't do things like put out caution wet floor signs and I could have broken my neck and have been paralyzed because of their neglect um but anyway that and like we had mold in our washer dryer and the building couldn't put in a new ring if you have a front load here's a life tip if you have a front-loading washer, washing machine, you have to keep the door ajar. If not, that rubber ring will collect mold. But the person who lived in the apartment before clearly like was unaware of that rule. And when we asked the building super to just replace the ring, he was like, I can't because we're only allowed to use one vendor and they won't work with us anymore because we didn't pay the bill. And I'm just like, by the way, the building was owned by Greystone, which is like a multi if not billion dollar corporation so I don't get it I do not get it um that being said yeah magnets on your fridge I understand like people do like you know if you're in like the wedding invitation season of life people do have those up there but it just looks like 
you know what it is? I think one or two of those are fine. Although a lot of people, I've been invited to two weddings with paperless posts and I'm like, well, no, the save the date for one of them was paperless posts. And I think they're sending a real invitation. Um, that being said, just like I understand people of kids. When I have a kid, I can assure you there will be no art on the fridge. There will be nothing on the fridge. In fact, I think if you're redoing your kitchen, here's a tip. I don't actually like the way any fridge looks. What I think looks the best is like a hidden fridge or a panel fridge where they put the cabinetry over the fridge. Oh, one exception to that rule. Those white cafe appliances, look them up, are to die for. And they're not crazy expensive. If I ever redo a kitchen in my life, I will be buying those and they have gold hands. They're gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Um, But that being said, you would not ruin your like white cafe appliance by putting like on, you know, your Disneyland magnets and, you know, your kids art. So do that too. It's so easy. Here's another thing to get rid of gross dish towels. Now listen, I have so many gross dish towels, so I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of preaching to my own choir here. But like having up a having a dish towel that has holes in it or stains or whatever, use those to clean, but don't leave them out. My husband sometimes does that, and I'm just like, what? Do not leave this out. So that's something important to think about, these little things. Now I understand like Again, you do need certain appliances, but if you use your blender three times a year, don't put it on your countertop. I would even say like toasters are also hard to put away because they have crumbs, but that depends on your toaster. I will also say there's nothing uglier than a fucking toaster oven. You can never get them clean. I always feel like they look gross. Like it's fine for a college dorm, but if you don't live in a college dorm, I know people like them to reheat, but like use the microwave, use your regular oven. I don't know what to tell you. Okay, so here's here's another detail, speaking of the kitchen. Okay, hardware. There is nothing worse, even if you're a renter, than shitty builder grade hardware. Like those little silver hand, they're so gross. And new hard, like pretty hardware is so cheap. You can get like 10, here, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look at Wayfair, hold on, and I'm gonna tell you how cheap hardware can be. Okay, you can get a 10 pack of gold drawer pools for pools, pulls for 18 bucks. Pretty cheap, right? Um, it's so easy to do and then you just use a screwdriver. I can't even tell you what a difference like good hardware can make. You can also replace hard, literally your bathroom on your, and by the way, you can obviously buy more expensive stuff, but you don't have to. You can really like change the look of your kitchen for 20 bucks. Um, desks, I changed the hardware on my desk. Um, anything, you can change out the hardware. That's a detail. Here's another detail that people don't think of. Paint color. If you want to change the mood of a room at all, you can just repaint the walls. Think about it. When you watch TV and like you're watching House Hunters or maybe you're looking at real estate listings and there's always someone with like an orange or a green bedroom and you're like, what the fuck were they thinking? Changes your mood, right? Imagine if it were a color that were actually good. Here's another detail too in your bathroom. Oh, bathroom hardware, that's something else. Bathrooms, in my opinion, are really easy to make look nicer. Switch out your shower curtain. I can't even tell you how many people I know have like ugly shower curtains. 
I have a plain white textured one and it's like here's the thing about shower curtains you don't have to go bonkers like a solid color or like maybe one or two little stripes of a shower curtain always just looks classic and nice no matter what your bathroom looks like also I like that you can I like fab don't get like vinyl don't get a synthetic get like a cotton or like a polyester blend it'll look really really nice also like shower curtain rings don't get the shitty plastic ones like go to Target and get like decent looking like metal metal hooks or something with like a little crystal on it there's a lot you can do with those okay hard here's the other thing too towels nothing worse than a gross towel you can buy new to honestly you can get decent stuff at Target just get fresh new like fresh new towels or your bathroom set to like the match it I know like people kind of make fun of it but if you're just being really basic having a like a stainless steel soap pump that matches your garbage can and maybe matches your toothbrush holder or something else or a tray really easy to do it's just these little details that can upgrade it I'm also a big fan of monograms a monogram towel instantly makes even the shittiest bathroom look nicer Here's something else too, bedding, okay, bedding. I think bedding changes the whole look of a room. And the way, you make, the way you make your bed as well also changes things. If you're just like, I hate my bedroom, I wish it looked a little bit different, you can just literally just get new bedding, get new bedding. Um, right now it is, if you're listening to this, it's Friday, July 29th, and Labor Day sales are going to be here very very soon I think when is Labor Day September they're gonna be here in September there's always like a sale too it's funny I've been writing a series of articles for Reader's Digest about the best it's so uninteresting about the best time to buy Apple products and laptops and it's in here here's a trick with anything there's always going to be a sale if there's a reason to have a sale the retailer will have a sale and that's when you buy it that's what you should do now are there really fancy things that never go on sale sure but if you're willing to compromise you can get a good price on anything um some bedding companies that I like I mean here's the thing I will tell you like I think anthropology is pretty bedding I think pottery barn has pretty bedding um if you like something plain you know what I like too and it's modern and I'm usually not a fan of modern but like linen bedding can be absolutely gorgeous um, it's really masculine looking, but if you have a modern room and you don't want to go crazy, having something that's textured is also really nice. You can also do that in a more contemporary or traditional way. I have a crane and canopy duvet that's just like ruffled and it's really, really in white and it's pretty and it's got that texture. You don't have to go for a print, but go for something beyond the basics. I'll tell you, even like a frette with like you know, a colored border. Frete really started it, but like a solid with like any sort of colored border, like a square always looks good. I happen, I have a set of Frete sheets. I love them. The duvets are a fortune and there's a ton of people that make knockoffs of it. You can even get it at Home Goods. That look is really nice. It's really simple. It's really easy. You can, again, you can just really change the vibe. Also like new bedding, High thread count's always good. Although I'll tell you anything above six, here's a trick. Anything above 600 or so 
ends up being not as nice as you think because these manufacturers just try to cram as many thin fibers into one square inch as possible and the quality is just not what you think it would be and I know that sounds really really weird but think about it like there's only so much you can fit in that square inch of space and that's what thread count is it's number of threads per square inch um so when you think you need 10,000 thread count sheets you don't like I would say nothing below 300 I mean if you find something that's 700 that's fine but if it's like some ridiculously high number and it's a reasonable price it's probably a piece of shit um but yeah even that I will tell you I have Love Shack fancy bedding so pretty really beautiful I know that that's on the higher end Missoni makes gorgeous bedding um I love that as well but also that's on the higher side the truth is, is I was walking through Home Goods picking up a few things in East Hampton and they had gorgeous bedding. Like you don't have to go crazy as long as it looks nice and it feels soft. I'm kind of from the team, although I kind of tend to go for higher end things. I'm also kind of from the team of who gives a fuck in a weird way with with all of that. Um, I'll tell you the Bolin branch. I love my Bolin Branch sheets. They're organic cotton. They're really, really nice. And I think if you want to invest in nice sheets, they have like a little, like a little detailing on the ends. Um, those are really good. I'll also tell you, I had a set of Brooklinens. The only reason why I got rid of them is because it didn't match my room anymore. Um, and I was just sort of over it. But I'll tell you, Brooklyn embedding is really nice. And Bolin Branch and Brooklyn Inn are around the same price range. Also, when you make your bed, instead of just pushing back the sheets and the blankets under the pillow, under the pillows, fold it over like a hotel. It looks really nice. And then put a throw at the end. You'll just feel really fancy every day. Again, this is something that's like a minor change that totally changes the mood. Here's something else that's a minor change. Lighting. Lighting, lighting, lighting. There's nothing worse than an ugly fucking boob light. I've changed the boob lights for, for the past ooh, seven... How many apartments have I been in? Okay, how... Ever since I married my husband and we moved out of my Silver Lake bachelorette pad, which we only lived in together for a few months because it was not big enough for the two of us, but we were waiting for something to open up in our current building. At my past three apartments I've been in, we've changed out the lighting fixtures. Um, I didn't change out the lighting fixtures when we moved out of my building briefly to that building I was talking about before because it was a newer building and it didn't have large fixtures. It just had like hi-hats but lighting really changes everything also you can get okay it's so funny so today I was looking I don't know if it was a Facebook ad that came up I think it was a Facebook ad for Novogratz who made my bed they have really inexpensive lighting fixtures that are absolutely like gorgeous like they have this one wicker one that looks it was either Wicker or Rattan, I can't remember, that looks just like something that's probably $800 at Lulu in Georgia or Serena and Lily. And you don't have to go crazy. Whether you own, whether you rent, like I will tell you, there are so many, the price range of lighting fixtures is so vast and you can really get very good dupes. And it's also not something, here's the thing, 
if it's an item that doesn't get a lot of wear and tear, like a light fixture or a side table or something like that, I don't really think you need to get the nicest thing necessarily. I think you can get the thing in your budget that looks the best. And again, that detail, like getting rid of a shitty boob light. And by the way, you will, if you are a renter, you might have to, you might have to change it when you move out of your apartment. But also, if you've done a lot of work and think you're going to lose your security deposit anyway, and it was a cheap light fixture, you don't want to take to your next place. Fuck it, just leave it there. They're not going to know the difference. Um, so I just recommend. It's so funny. Like in my building, there were these disgusting boob lights. I still have a boob light in my bathroom. To be completely honest, um, and there is a reason why you rarely see me take photos in my bathroom, and it's because my bathroom actually sucks. Like again, I have nice towels. I have a nice. Um, I have a nice shower curtain. But I'll tell you, like my bath. It's so weird. We have this fiberglass, which if you don't know what fiberglass is, it's basically plastic. It's a plastic bathtub with plastic tiles. And then the rest of the bathroom is painted. I did not paint it. Um, And so you can't see any tiles in the bathroom. And we have like this weird laminate wood flooring that would look great if it were throughout the whole apartment, but it's only in the back. It's so bizarre how they designed this thing. One day when I move out of this apartment, I'm going to take like I'm going to do like a big critique of um, my landlord's. um, I don't want to say who my landlord is because you can figure out where I live. Uh, My landlord's um, terrible design team that really took like a classic gorgeous building that looked like it was a pre-war New York City apartment and just fucked it up. Um, But yeah, like I kind of – so the other reason why – my bathroom isn't that nice it's also painted I think three different colors is because we had a leak in the beginning of the pandemic also I it's so funny because let me just say this I was originally going to put peel and stick wallpaper another little detail that's a great game changer into my bathroom um and I decided I just honestly I cheaped out at the last moment and I decided not to do it I had bought some from Target of all places and I realized I didn't buy enough and also like it just wasn't it just didn't work so I ended up returning it but I'm very happy I did because the first December of the pandemic um we had a leak in the bathroom and this is kind of a funny story and I'll I'll end with this so it's kind of funny but it ends kind of sadly so one night as as many people know I occasionally indulge in some some weed and um it's legal where I am so I can say that isn't that weird to say I think it's so weird to say but anyway so one night I was like really high when I went to bed and I thought that the wall I go to the bathroom to brush my teeth wash my face and the wall is kind of like waving out and I'm like shit I'm so high I'm hallucinating right so fucking weird wake up the next day totally fine go to the bathroom to pee and the wall is still like puffy looking and I'm like oh fuck there was a leak well what I didn't realize was the day before that the day where of the night when I first noticed it I'm doing work and the building super comes to my door and he's like hey can you run your water we were doing work at the apartment above you and there was a leak blah 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 but I'm like you know I'll just run it bruh like I'm have a deadline um, I'm not gonna, I, I'm sorry, like, I don't have time for you to sit here and, and do this. Like, the dogs are gonna bark, I, I gotta get going. 
So, and I ran the water for half an hour, which really ended up being a waste of water because they had to rip out the entire fucking bathroom wall. Okay, I'm in a one bedroom. It's not like we have an extra bathroom. They did the, actually, I'll tell you, one of my biggest regrets is not, is, is not getting more involved with this project because they did it, they took out, I had like the best bathroom vanity. Not that it was nice, it's that it fit fucking everything. And they had to like, it took three weeks. I was sick the whole fucking time. Um, and between all of us, I took so much allergy medicine during this time. And actually the night, a night or two, two nights before the leak was when I believed I conceived my child that I lost a miscarriage. And I don't know why I had the miscarriage if you're new here. Also, if you're new here, sorry to be a downer. Um, but I took, I, I don't think I've ever talked about this. I just took so much allergy medicine and I didn't know I was pregnant until I was six weeks pregnant because um, I was a moron who didn't keep track of my period at the time. And I don't know if that had anything to do with it. But when I had another problem with the building and I let them and I was like, by the way, just want to let you know, I had an, I'm, I am convinced part of the reason why I had a miscarriage is because of the way this was fucking handled. Um, all of a sudden, everything got done really quickly. But um, essentially, it was over three weeks. They couldn't give us a schedule. I'm sorry. I have no, no patience for adults and workers who can't be on a schedule. They got dust everywhere. I spent, and I was reimbursed, so please don't think this is bougie. I literally couldn't fucking breathe. In two weeks, I spent $800 on cleaning on 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 cleaning because I couldn't breathe in my own apartment. They were in and out all the time. I had just conceived a child, didn't know. I was so completely and utterly stressed out. Um, they put up plastic. Everything got through. Even the buildings cleaning people came in, and they tried to clean, and I'm like, there's giant things of dust. You guys didn't, I've never seen people do a worse job in my life. I've never encountered a landlord fuck up so badly. Anyway, by the time they were ready, they, again, can you imagine people just going in and out of your small one bedroom apartment during a pandemic when you cannot be any place else because there's literally, it wasn't even like at that point there was, there was a shutdown like in California or at least in LA you couldn't just go to Starbucks and work it was impossible because trust me I would have been at Starbucks all day long um I don't even think you could I don't even think they had reopened maybe they reopened outdoor things at that point I can't remember but there was no way someone had to stay there with the dogs because we can't just like leave the dogs and have these men come in and out but they had just done such crap I mean the execution was poor, literally couldn't fucking breathe. And then when they painted it, they painted it the wrong color. And I went and actually this, we've had so much turnover in my building's office because when the person who's no longer there came in to inspect it, I said, I was like, this is not the same color. Like this is unacceptable. And here's a big regret. They put in this big, ugly mirror. I regret not telling them you can't put in the mirror. I actually wanted them to paint the bathroom pink and they refused. And I had pink paint. Um, and I'm kind of like angry I didn't insist because I think my bathroom would look a million times fucking nicer. But that's besides the point. 
I mean, I couldn't believe they painted the wrong color or they should have repainted the entire bathroom one color and they refused. I, I mean, like, it's so These are, okay, so this is my point. I noticed that one bathroom wall is a different color than the other one. Oh, that, and you can still see a sticker on the lighting fixture. Now, if you're wondering why I haven't changed it, it's literally because my bathroom is so filled with products and stuff and it's done so poorly. I'm just at the point where I don't even give a shit what it fucking looks like. I've got my wheezy towels. It's all I need. So yeah, devil, devil's in the details. What, what am I going to say? Um, by the way, I really don't know if that caused, I, I'll never know what caused my miscarriage, but I just don't, I frankly don't think it's good to take um, 4,000 Sudafed and 800 Claritin a day right after you conceive, but I'm not a doctor. What do I know? Anyway, that is it. If you found this valuable, please share it with a friend. You can follow me on Twitter at Amanda Lauren, on Instagram at It's Amanda Lauren. This was a really fun episode to do. Um, DM me with ideas for shows. I'm going to have some guests on. I think when I get back, um, have some more. I have some more people who want to be on. I've just sort of been doing these solo episodes while I've been away because it's so fun. I'm just like, not that I want to do the minimum. I work incredibly hard, but like, I just kind of want to be on my own schedule here. I also sort of have to be on other people's schedules here. And it's just too much. And I kind of like doing these solo episodes. I hope you like them. I hope you find them valuable. If you don't, write me a mean email. And as always, please subscribe, rate, and review. Five stars only. And that's it. I'm Amanda Lauren. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. Bye.